coming to you live. Whatever time of day it might be here on this sunken ghost ship. I'm always I'm I'm your host. I'm always and your host. Shy guy. What's up? So I guess the conceit of this is that uh, my uncle sent me a letter and it was if you can stay on this spooky ghost ship for over 30 days then I get to inherit the ghost ship which is super exciting because then I can throw parties on it and we can like record like episodes of the show on here. But I gotta say, I'm 18 days in at this point and I'm wet. Anyway, I'd like to introduce uh, the one and only member of the Zoo Tycoon crew here with us today, the Honorable Connor McCabe. Hello. You know, it's been a minute since I heard that tune. It has, yeah. It's been, I don't know, maybe a month or so. How you feeling? Feeling in your bones. My bones feel good. High in calcium. <laughs> uh, my bones feel good. Uh, all my seasons of bones I have on DVD. Hey. hey what's going on? Nice. What's going on? Uh, it's great. No one had to feel left out of that high five because it was just us. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I feel good. This is gr- feels cool that you invited me out on this ghost ship. I, I mean, I've been here, obviously, the whole 18 days. We've all right. been here. We've all been here. I just haven't been up to the deck. Most people have just been chill. T- Chilling around, yeah, on the deck with their shades on, flip flops, oh, yeah, kind of getting trying to get a ghost tan. Hey, but um, I'm trying to stop looking like a ghost. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Seen this pale skin, too white, too clear. Oh, it, yeah. I'm, I'm bed. I'm a bed sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, no, I'm. I. You know, things are always like scary for the first five minutes. Yeah, and then after that, I'm just like, wow, I'm bored. Yeah, you're used yeah. to it. You've. You've gone to the bathroom in the middle of the night enough times to where you've seen that like that unrested spirit of that old man who haunts the hallway. But by this point, you've walked by him, seen him so many times that it's it's no big deal. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um do you do you still have a reflection? Speaking of which, you know, I I've been avoiding mirrors on this ghost ship. Yeah. I'm a little paranoid about what would happen because there's and what's sp- in there yeah you know it's a spooky yeah. month it, we're on a ghost sh- ghost ship that's got some haunts haunts you know <laughs> I, I don't fuck with mirrors like I don't want to go up in front of a mirror and have Bloody Mary show up oh my yeah, gosh you know, and you didn't even say her name I know I that's would have to do it crazy. see I would think like she would know I'm not going to say her name three times and would just show up no anyway. don't do that yeah I won't yeah well uh, do you mind if I shut this window no not at all is that Please. okay yeah. we're so, on like the deck like the uh, the canopy, yes. you know, like on the, it's it's the enclosure. What's we the can, cabin? Is it called the cabin? Yeah, I think we're overlooking the deck. We're overlooking the deck yeah. on the high. We're in the pilots' quarters. The quarters. <laughs> the I'll just go ahead and shut the window. Yeah, thank Oof. you. Oh, that feels better. It was cold today. It was cold. Yeah, yeah, and like also the wind chill. Brr. Hey. Hey. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about a subject I think only me and, and my indelible co-host could handle, which is uh, the cutest scary uh, customers in the video game universe. Yay. Uh, n- uh, little cuties. Little cuties. Little cute. They don't necessarily... Little cute scaries. They're not necessarily all customers, right? No. You're just like... You're You're thinking of the people you're seeing, the customers who come through your store. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. They're not all customers. No. 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 Okay, cool. 
Uh, that I was going to say, I don't know. Uh, that's going to narrow it down <laughs> for me. It's going to be hard. Right. No, these are these are people, everything from uh, your little boo to uh, your big boo. Let's hey, just say that. that all right. Everything in between. Yeah. But I got to hear from my guy here, my number one guy here, my not so shy guy. Hey. Uh, what you been playing? Um, I recently, to wrap up. Uh, the last time I've been here, the la- I recently beat Link's Awakening on the Switch. Oh my god! Yeah, almost two weeks ago now, I think I beat it. Uh, loved that game. It was so fun having an excuse to have a Zelda experience. And it's, you know, a little shorter. Um, I feel like you can cook through that game pretty quick. Even myself, who's not super familiar with, especially the last right. two-thirds of the game. Right. Um, but it was awesome to have an excuse to play a Zelda game this time of year. Hell yeah. La- last year around this time, I was replaying Ocarina on the 3DS, and then I replayed Majora, so I was due. Um, due for a playthrough. Due for a playthrough, baby. So that's the only new game I've been playing, because <laughs> I, as the listeners to this podcast will know, I am always just playing old games. So You're a retro nut. You know You're me. a retro nut. Retro nut for retro nuts. Uh, oh my God. Hey, sh- we love you, that show. We do love you. If, uh, if any of you are <laughs> listening out there, Jeremy Parrish or- uh, <laughs> Bob Mackey. Yeah, Bob Mackey, uh, Henry Gilbert- Sure. Cat, all of you. Cat. Uh, someday. Uh, Bailey. Bailey. Um, but Cat Bailey. Uh, that's who you meant. I was just repeating the names. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. And Bailey's just the drink. Just the drink. Shout out to Bailey's. Shout mm. out to alcoholism in general. For sure. Yeah, it doesn't get enough shout outs. Alcoholism. Mm-mm-mm. You know, we don't talk about the good alcoholism does in people's no, lives. Uh, we don't. How much fun you're having? Seriously. Yeah. Uh, I so I beat Link's Awakening. And since then, what'd I... What do you think of that ending, huh? We won't spoil it for the oh listeners, but what do you think of that ending? Man, it was uh, as advertised, which what I had heard from people was that it was just like really uh, sw- sweet and somber but and sad at the same time. Yeah. Cool to wrap up that story in the way that it does and the choice you have to... I mean, the choice that you're going to make because you're playing the game. That but, you have to make to move forward? Yeah. yeah. Um, Not much of a Mass Effect good or bad no, choice there. No, it's just this is your one option. Right. Uh, but I loved it. Uh, I'm excited. I think that game was fully... Well, I got it with the voucher, so I only paid 50 bucks for it, but I would have paid 60 I do wish I had the hard copy now. Hey. So. Um, that's sad. It is sad. Uh, loved that game. Recently, I've been playing... Uh, slowly making my way through Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo Classic. Like Super Nintendo. Uh, how are you liking it in comparison? Um, I like the feeling of Link's Awakening a lot better. Nice. Um, I feel like I've never felt like there's any point to having a shield in Link to the Past. Uh, I feel like you... I don't like how Link... They, they operate in a similar way. They control in a similar way. But I feel like for me... You know how sometimes you have to get around an enemy to be able to hit them in the right... Not even like their back, mm-hmm. but like certain knights will come after you and you have to be a little above them to slash them with your sword because of the way your sword slashes. Right. I loved... I felt so adept with the sword in Link's Awakening. With the one in Link's of the Past, I always have to get used to it when I get back into it. Right. Um, just getting around how I have to be around enemies to use it. Um, but I'm loving that. I'm kind of slowly making my way through it. Like I told you, I've never beaten that game. I've played through two-thirds of it a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just kind of slowly just playing around. And then I'm playing Metal Gear, Gear Solid for the first time on the PlayStation Interesting. Yes. And you might be playing that for a reason yeah. that we're going to be announcing 
eventually. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. And are you uh, enjoying Metal Gear MGS 1? It's so good. Yeah. I kind of had lower expectations for it. I was like, oh, I'm sure it's like a lot of game, a lot of game franchises where the first one's like good, but man, it's a slog to get through. And the second and third ones are great. I think this first game is great. I think it's the be- It's my favorite in the whole series. Oh, man. And I guess five is also really good. It's like this one and the last one are really good. Um, the other ones are great, too. I mean, they're all they're all like quality games. Yeah. But there's nothing like that first one. It plays like an arcade game a little bit where you're like this like little isometric top down mm-hmm. running around. I didn't also realize that this whole game was going to take place in this one facility, mm-hmm. right? Because I've also only... Shadow Moses. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like this a is the first D. area. A hind D? A hind D. Is that a quote? I don't that's know. The name the of, that's the name of the helicopter oh, in the game. Oh, okay. Gotcha. A hind D. A hind D. Um, <laughs> it's so... The game, it's funny because I think it, it's... Is it supposed... It's supposed to be self-aware of itself? That's so funny. We're going to type into this game right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you mean about self-aware? <laughs> it feels like... It understands that it is kind. It's almost a campy, like action espionage game, right? Um, but sometimes I can't tell if it knows, like the like, because it was also made in like 1998 or something. Yeah. yeah, like every. It seems like it's supposed to make fun of how the spies and whatever are like always, you know, suave and attractive and romantic and trying to get with someone like James Bond. Because sure. like every, I feel like every woman Snake interacts with wants to just. Fucking yeah, brains out. and that the, that's like one of the first. He'll like have one normal part of the conversation, then immediately it's like, "Well, I'd like to get to know you better." Oh god! And I'm just like, "Damn, Snake is yeah. really forward about it." Yeah, but he's a handsome man, so I mean, that part I don't think is very self-aware. No, yeah. yeah. See, I couldn't tell. If yeah, it, yeah. But it is like playing off of a lot of tropes mm-hmm. of those like Jerry Bruckheimer espionage yeah. spy movies. Like it's <laughs> super like playing into that, but I don't think it's like. I think it also is mi- misses a lot. Yeah. And it's like one of the things is like, what's her name? Mai Ling or yes. Mei Ling? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like that character is just like, A, doesn't need to be in that game. Yeah. It serves not a lot of purpose mm-hmm. other than for Snake to be a horn dog in front of it at every given moment. Yes. Um, but it's like, that is like, it's also 1998 at the time yeah. it was made. So like a lot of games were trending that way, which mm-hmm. is not good that the first crack we got at voice <laughs> acting was to be horny <laughs> right. for the world. But uh, I think the other things that that game does are really special. Like, yeah. the, like the rogues gallery in that game mm-hmm. is so awesome. Like Ninja and Psychomantis oh and Liquid Snake. Have you met Liquid yet? Uh, no, but I know of Liquid. Liquid is your... Yeah. Br- I'm your brother, Snake. Yeah, he's got a British accent. Yes. Uh, Revolver Ocelot. It's really just the prequel to Parent Trap. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Revolver Ocelot, yeah. Have you seen him yet? Yeah, I fought. He's one of the first bosses. I've, yes, you in, fight that, him. You like, in that room where he's like shooting at you. He's so. And he gets his arm chopped off. Yes. Oh. When I played that level for the first time, five. He could never kill me, mm-hmm. but five different times, I just. I don't. The D pad on that PS1 thing it's so is a good. little. <laughs> it's a little finicky yeah. to where if you t- slightly angle it towards the diagonal one, you'll run diagonally. Oh. And I ran into the trip wires. Oh, yeah. Five times and had to start over the battle. Uh huh, indeed. Hindy, but uh, I'm loving it. Ah, it's, he does that sound when he dies. Yes. Ah, snake, 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 snake. Um, it's also my first game that I'm really playing through on the PS Classic. I started right. Rayman, but I realized why I've never played much of that game going through it. Uh, I just got tired of it pretty quick. Yeah, is it Ray, Rayman's on it, or is it yeah. Rayman Two? The first one. The first one. Um, hmm. but I yeah, I'm loving Metal Gear Solid. So that's that's what I'm playing now. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. What about yourself? 
I am playing a little game called Control. Um, mm. It is sort of, you know, I'm, I'm trying to only stick to like spooky games until yeah. the month's over. And I'll I'll say, hey, I'll go ahead and say it. Month, it, month is almost over. Yeah, dude. Um, my mom's birthday today. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I gave her a call. Happy birthday, Mama, Happy birthday, Mama. Mama McCabe. She thought she thought my uh, new uh, cover art for my podcast was really cool. Oh, my gosh. You just kind of snuck in the announcement. Yeah. Snuck oh, in the yeah. Announcement. We've talked about it. On the before. show? Yeah. Well, they, then good. Yeah. Then good. We'll keep talking. Good about on you. But yeah. So, so you're playing Control. Oh, How, my You've been playing God. that for a while. So not really. Yeah. I played it like for an like I played it for like two hours. And then I just stopped and like played all of Link's Awakening and like all of these other games. Yeah. And now I'm returning back to it and it's kind of it's definitely in game of the year contention right yeah. now. It's like maybe one of the most special games I've played in a very long time. It's like PS4. it's PS4. Cool. It looks more beautiful than anything I've ever played before. You know, it's like one of these games where it's just like, oh, like every choice they made was so good. It's a it's a third person shooter where you're running around, but you have like force powers. So the gameplay is just like unreal. It's so much fun. Is this a full priced uh, game? On yeah, yes, sixty bucks. Okay. Yeah, but you know I'm borrowing uh, Hearn's copy, oh, so nice. you can just have it right after I'm done if you really want to play it. But oh, um, sure. Yeah, <laughs> like you can do this thing where you can jump and then dash in the air, so you can kind of just like float around the little uh, arenas where your bad guys are being fought. You can like. Oh, pick wow. up literally with your mind. You can pick up literally any object in the game. Dang! So you can throw full on tables at dudes and Carpets. like it causes frame rate slowdown like oh. a mother beast. You can interact with anything in the world. Yeah. Oh man. But um, and I don't have a PS4 Pro. I just have a regular. Yeah. So, but it's still like, even with those frame rate issues, I'm having maybe the best time with it. Wow. And it's like also got a creepy, uh, very conspiracy theory vibe to it. Ooh. It sort of reminds me of like a little Men in Black. Uh, like that's sort of like oh. what that's sort of like what the conceit is. Like you are, you're like going through the FBI's, like, but they're not. Call, it's not called the FBI. It's just called like the Bureau of something, mm-hmm. and uh, it's all like very Men in Blacky. But it's like, yeah, it. I, I don't want to give too much away about yeah. any of the story because it is like very important to the game. But I think it's I think it's really special. I've also been playing a, a lot of different stuff, dude. Yeah. I bought Star Fox sixty four three D for the three DS. You I, did? Yeah. <laughs> I bought that in September at a Target. Yeah, I bought that like at Best Buy the other day, and I just like started playing it. I was like, this fucking rocks. And so I've been getting high at night and playing that. Like it's good high. It's a good high game. It is. Yeah. Um, I already beat like the whole campaign once. Yeah. So I'm like going through it again. It's mm-hmm. really fun. Uh, what else have I been playing? I mean, a ton of... Feel I mean, free to rattle off just some titles. Yeah, just like um, I'm still really into What the Golf. I've been like playing... That's like a nice like pick up and put down. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm like, you know, at work and something's loading or I'm exporting something, I'll like play a little What the Golf yes. while we're like waiting. Uh, have you played any of What the Golf yet? No. Have you done the trial? No. iPhone trial? Is that on the Apple, Apple Arcade? Arcade? Oh, yeah. yeah. You're an Apple Arcade stan. Dude, I stand so hard with the arcade <laughs> and like it's so crazy because yeah. like it's a, a month of free yeah if you want to just give it a shot mm. i will i wonder great. are they going to offer a free trial is it going to be kind of like how a lot of services like netflix i'm sure you can still do a free trial for a month if you hadn't and then sign up i wonder if or is it only being offered until like december oh okay i don't know good question i'll look into it if it's like uh, forever then I'm gonna wait till I'm bored yeah yeah no for sure and yeah. I mean like I, d- I just wanted to try it mainly for the show and like yeah. mainly just to see but 
man there's some great some great mm-hmm. fucking stuff on there and like uh, what the golf is great wild hearts uh sayonara wild heart is great i've also been um you know just like dabbling here and there on yeah. my on my dreamcast on my oh that's something i want to talk about before we get into the news yes. i uh because like dreamcast games certain ones are very expensive and or never released in the u.s or were released limitedly um i am doing something that would flip most retro gamers wigs right off their bald heads try me i've been seriously considering repros which Uh, is reproductions of old discs and cartridges yes for old consoles yeah um so i've looked into those for game boy advance games before yes tempting yeah because they're good they work it's nine dollars for a clean cart on ebay right so i bought a couple of games for my dreamcast and they're on their way i bought them off etsy um, uh, from like a company that's like very reputable right like Mm -hmm. And uh, I bought Marvel vs. Marvel Capcom 2 for the Dreamcast and a game called The Skies of Arcadia, yeah, which was a Dreamcast exclusive that they eventually ported to GameCube mm. once the Dreamcast died. Um, and they just wanted more people to play it. Yeah. But, you know, these are games that are like $50, $60 at least mm-hmm. if you find them like all shitty and scratched up. And this repro company does the case, the disc, and the manual. What? Yeah for 30 bucks that's a pop. so hard yeah. to argue against yeah that's something that i wish you're the only of. one who knows yeah. unless the disc doesn't work yeah you're the only one who knows it's a repro yeah man i mean that is an interesting it's an interesting thought for the the you know the addicts like ourselves who are interested in not only rebuilding our old libraries but yeah. getting games we've never had like these like these dreamcast because you didn't have a dreamcast growing up no right? i did not so exactly like i would love to do something similar with like uh i mean maybe like a ps2 like you're sure. doing or but even the consoles that i do have like i would love to have a copy of like mother 2 or like mm-hmm. a game that is hard to find like the final fantasies they sell reproductions of them the game boy carts game boy advance carts yeah and you do mean mother 3 yes i said yes. mother 2 right? yeah i meant mother, mother 3 yeah. my <laughs> bad but they do they do sell i think a mother 2 cart oh sure yeah anyway yeah. but that's interesting just cuz the access we have to so many of these games are so limited this makes like game collectors fucking lose their minds yeah. they hate reproductions of any kind mm. which i think is obnoxious and silly although i do get there's this one argument that i really do understand which is like it really cuts the whiskey and like muddies the collecting world yeah. when you have like really good repros out there because it's like i don't know like what is the i what is a thing and what is ownership and you know you know what i mean like yes. it raises a lot of questions but honestly like it wasn't so much that I was sick of finding. It's not so much that I didn't want to pay the money to like have an original fucking resident evil three nemesis copy for my dreamcast. It was that anytime I'd find a copy of a game, it'd be like shitty with a ton of stickers and gross. And like, yeah, I have to spend all this time cleaning it up when I can get like this brand new, beautiful, glossy, like know what it was like to hold a new thing. Yeah. So that's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of where my head's at. That's interesting. Yeah. What do you say we do pop into the news, though, huh? I say we pop. 
Oh my good lord! So many games came out to Switch wow, today. Uh, our chat was uh, our VGA comedy show chat was blowing up with mm-hmm. uh, uh, what would you uh, uh, excitement? Yeah, so much excitement, anticipation. Yeah. You got your Obra Din. You got your Hat in Time. You got your The Witcher. The Witcher. <laughs> Overwatch. You got your Overwatch. Yeah. You got your uh, what's that town? Little Town Hero. Little Town Hero. Man, is that the that is snuck that up on me by Game Freak? Yes, that's that new RPG that it's also only thirty bucks. Did you know this? I knew it wasn't going to be 60, yeah. but I didn't know. It's the Little Town Hero, huh? It's, this really snuck up. I remember when they announced it in the Nintendo September Direct. Not doing well on Metacritic. It's no. got a 67%. Yikes. I wonder... Yeah. Apparently, but they just don't understand it. Man. Yeah, it could be... That happens all the time to new games that come out. Maybe it's awesome. Maybe it is. But yeah, there's tons of... What a huge week. And and out of this huge week, I, the only thing... The game that I bought was not a game but the fighters pass finally <laughs> oh geez i was it was Wednesday. so you just got like all of the dlc characters at one time yeah i bu- I just bought the pass and so i when i turned on smash after it downloaded mm-hmm. it was like after i got through the opening title uh like video mm-hmm. it was like uh joker joins the battle like dr- yeah. the hero joins the battle oh my Banjo-Kazooie, and then it was like new stage new stage new outfit new outfit that's great uh really cool and i hadn't used any of those characters except for over here mm-hmm. um but i finally caved and was like okay i had five nintendo like eShop bucks because of the gold coins i had collected right so it was only 20 bucks for the fighters pass i bet you felt pretty good i did and i like banjo kazooie oh yeah i do too Famously, uh, people like, like don't like him you know what they can people are playing him. a version of that game that i am not playing and i don't yeah. understand which is like crazy they're Compet- just very competitive yeah. and um like the person who's winning tournaments is playing joker yeah and it's like i hate that character yeah. i hate playing as joker but someone is so good yeah. with it <laughs> someone's just someone's just like yeah. amazing with did it did you get any th- did you end up going going down with a deal this week I mean, I feel like any of those games into your I life? bought uh no, but like on on there were a couple of sales and I ended up buying um Katamari Damacy oh, reroll yes. which is like again like you know I own too many games. There's no <laughs> getting around it. I am rich with games and I could never play them all in one lifetime. But that is such a again, I, I'm being I'm more drawn to games like that these days. Yeah. Because I have no real compulsion to beat it yeah it's just like you play a level of that you feel good Mm -hmm. you go to bed and like some of these longer like the witcher 3 makes me want to throw up because Uh, i just know that's like a hundred hour game yeah um instead of like a mario maker 2 level right yeah exactly oh my gosh mario maker 2 is one of the best releases of the year i feel like just because of its put down ability you never felt guilty about not returning to it because it's always there yeah and there's nothing really you have to finish. Mm-mm. I mean, you, I guess you have to finish that campaign, but that's such a, it's a short campaign. And you don't even have to. You don't even have to do that. It's fun though. I do like those levels. Uh, Killer Queen Black came out, which I, it's, it's doing well uh, review wise. Mm. I would love to get everyone together to play that game. That seems like a very cool couch multiplayer okay. fuck around go crazy type I saw game. that on the eShop today cuz I added some stuff to my wish list which yeah. I had never done and I saw that um it's a multiplayer game 
Is it a shooter? What kind of? It's that... like a big arena game, a 2D arena game yeah. where you're these like little bees and you fly around and like try to fucking kill each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's like, it's like madness. It's like an arcade madness type Interesting. game. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I would, I, I, that will be on my wish list for sure. Um, one thing I wanted to say before you moved uh, away from me, <laughs> Jeremy's not moving, was you talked about Katamari, and I think you had suggested this to me for a while back, but I started listening to the Indoor Kids. Oh, yeah. I literally went back <laughs> yesterday and listened to the first episode, so now I'm actually like, I'm like just going through it, but they're yeah. talking about the first Katamari, and that game came out, this episode is from 2011. Yeah. So it just, and she talks about, uh, Allie Baker on that episode mm-hmm. talks about how it is a game you could play forever and yeah. one you would want to take with you forever because you can keep experiencing it. Yeah. Uh, it's so... Have you ever played it at all? No, but... Man, it, maybe after this, we'll just turn it on for a second so you can see how it plays. Please. It's a weird, like, it. you use the two joysticks to move. Yeah. Oh. But it doesn't move like you think. Like, one, like, the right joystick isn't the camera. Mm. It's like uh, it's like a gyroscopic. It's 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 super weird. I'll show it to you, and Thank then you, you can decide for yourself if you like it. Hey. It took me a minute to get used to it. For a while, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shadow Keep Destiny Two that DLC came out, mm. which was, you know, that came out. Are uh, you are you up on that <laughs> DLC? No. no, I haven't even like I bought the last DLC, the last big package DLC. And I haven't gone through it yet. Okay. I'm I am a fair weather Destiny fan at best, but I I it is like maybe my favorite shooter, and I do love it a lot. Yeah. I just again I need to. I would love to talk to somebody in like a support group somewhere <laughs> who are people like me who like have a show that they yeah. do and they want to play everything, but they don't oh. have time for it because I'm having uh, FOMO for like every game, but oh, like yeah. just can't get to it. Like. I've started getting into the Atlas games, like the Persona games. Yes. Um, so I have Persona 3, 4, 5 and more like on the way, like the Shin Megami Tensei yeah. games, which is like what that series spawned from. Like three, I have three on PS2 and now I have four for the 3DS is coming. Like I got a bunch, I got like, and I'm just looking at them like I just want them all. Yeah. But they're all 80 plus hour games. Yeah. And I, I just don't know. And I turned on Persona 3 the other day just to look at it. It's the first time I've ever turned on a Persona game just to see like what that game looked like. I do that same thing. And it looked amazing. Yeah. I was so psyched. Oh. It was like playing it was like playing my favorite anime. Man, that is so sweet. Yeah. We don't have enough time for these games. We do not have enough time for these I'm games. I'm like this week I had the for the first time I've never had this thought, but for the first time was like maybe I won't drink for the rest of October so that I can have more time not only to be productive, but like to play more video games, man. Oh, absolutely. Like before you can work not and stuff. drink and play a game. Well, I mean, like it'll it'll like start to inhibit my sleep a little bit, so I'll sleep a tiny later. Mm. Then I don't have time to do something before work right. instead of yeah. Yeah, I think I I think objectively our lives would be a little bit better and sweeter if we felt less of a like a drive or compulsion to have to like a beat every game we start. Yeah, and b play and own every game ever because I was way happier when I was just like buying a game and then just like that was my game and I yeah. was like playing that game until it was done and I feel like you're kind of still there and like a, a bunch of us are still kind of there but like I don't know in my world I'm like I've like completely flipped where now I'm just like I sit on my bed and I'm kind of like I don't know what to do yes because there's too much I will have the same 
the that same issue. Like if I get home, like the other day I got home, we had a show, we had an extra show at uh, UCB until like probably got home at like nine o'clock the other night, mm-hmm. and I had a little bit of time. Uh, before my girlfriend came over and I was like, I want to play something. I have 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. I was, I didn't know what I wanted to play. I was like, yeah. do I want to play Link to the Past? That's do also I- not a good, that's 45 minutes is not a good enough time. It was weird. It's Ugh. like, it's like by the time you turn it on and get going, you're yeah. kind of, she's kind of already there, <laughs> you know? True. So I, I have the same issue. Yeah. That's Even an I hour jump from game to game is cause like, I'll only yeah. play a little bit of it and I won't be satisfied. So then I'll start something else. Yeah. My favorite is when it's 6 30 PM and I have nothing for the rest of the night. And Jackie is like at school till 10 o'clock. Wow. Then I have three and a half hours to just sit down and like really take something in. Oh. Um, so, uh, but speaking of taking something in, yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite piece of news period. Maybe of all time. I'm so fucking excited for this. I cannot believe it's coming. Connor, are you aware of the analog pocket? Is yes. Do you know what this is? This is what I believe we just we talked about it recently, right? This is a multi-video game system portable handheld. Looks a lot like a Game Boy. A digital audio workstation with a built-in synthesizer and sequencer. A tribute to portable gaming. Out of the box pockets compatible with 2,780 Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance game cartridges. How do they do it? I so this is that company Analog that yeah. made like the Super NT and the Sega M the MX no the Super NT and the Mega M NX something like that. Mm-hmm. They're basically like um, analog consoles for your Super Nintendo and your Sega Genesis. So they play all of your cartridges. Yeah, but they also like are HDMI out and. Are like are like compatible with your eight bit dough controllers and like, but what's cool about them is they do. It's not like there's a lot of like retro game consoles like retro, retro. What are this fucking things called? This seems like you see at GameStop that like basically like they have like you can play NES, Sega, and this. They sell on them. the same thing at like Urban Outfitters. Yes, and like yeah. you can just plug in your old cartridges and play them that way. So those like those like read the cartridges and then emulate. Like the games, so it's like basically you're playing them through an emulator. Yeah. This th- these things are all analog, so it's all like the actual machines that like run the thing. So that they're doing that with portable game systems. This thing's gonna have adapters for Neo Geo Pocket, Atari Lynx, and uh, Game Gear games too. Oh my gosh, Sega Game Gear, dude! Yeah. I, when- I love this uh, underlined in bold. No emulation. So like this is not an emulator. This they're not gonna be emulating these games. Um, this thing looks absolutely fucking beautiful. It plays fucking Game Boy games and green scale, which is like so insane. Like, oh my gosh! That, and it's do you, I wonder? I'm sure you can change the settings too. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it gives you oh, the option yeah. to like play with a color version, as if you have it plugged into a Game Boy Color. Right. If like if you were plugging it into a Game Boy Color, like what it would see, what you would see. Dude, I when I saw this the other day. And I don't even know what the hell I would do with the audio components and the synthesizer. Like, uh, first, obviously, because I'm starting this new podcast, I've been thinking about, like, music. We've been talking about music for it. And, right. And I'm like, whoa, what I do? What could we edit in there? What even could we do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but even at the very basic level, I was like, it's a beautiful, clean, perfect new Game Boy that runs yeah. all of the Game Boy games I have. Right. And yeah. that's... And does so much more than that. It has a dock that yes. you can buy for it that you can throw to your TV. That... 
alone changes the game. It changes for me. the game. Yeah, because you were just were you just talk, I mean, I guess this was for your DS, yeah. but in which this thing would not be able to do. But you were just talking about wanting to throw something up on your TV, like yeah, like how your Switch does. Yeah, and now you could do that with your fucking Golden oh. Sun or whatever thing we're doing. Man, um, I'm super excited. And you know, the cores of this thing are going to be hacked, and you're going to be able to play all your ROMs on yeah. it. Yeah, certainly, but. I'm I'm just more excited about the fact that like I can I have now a clean like beautiful sleek thing that can do it all. Yeah. Because I love my GBA and you know we all love our Game Boys but like I kind of want to put baby to bed. You know what I mean? No, I totally understand. And, I'd love to have those yeah. things but be able to play the games on a better system. On a screen whose resolution is 1600 by 1440? Yeah. That's crazy. It's like how we're getting to play the Super Nintendo and then Nintendo Entertainment System games on the Switch now. Mm-hmm. But I have the we have those 8-bit-do controllers that are replicas or you have the official right. Nintendo ones and it's like, yeah, I'd rather do this than go get a Super Nintendo, yes. plug it in with the right components to an old TV, boot it up. Uh just a lot less involved there. For sure, a lot less mess. Twice this le- and like le- like less stress and less mess. You, yay, <laughs> yay! I'm excited because like I mean, not that I can afford to really start collecting no. Neo yeah. Geo Pocket Color games, but I don't know. Even maybe this console's like two hundred bucks. It also comes in different colors, white and black. I don't even know what to which one. They're so sleek and beautiful. They're they 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 all look great. Even the dock looks great. Ugh. Do you have any other news you want to talk about? Uh, no, not really. All right. Let's get out of the news. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about the cutest, little scariest video game characters you've ever seen. And we're back with Video Games, a comedy show. I am, as always, your host, Jeremy Schmidt. And today we are talking about uh, game video game characters who are cute. Scary first, cute second, I would say. <laughs> that That's that's the order of things, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess the big stapled character here is Boo, right? Yeah. Little Boo for the Mario world. What a little cute guy. Yes, he's a ghost. Yes, he's scary. But also, don't you just want a plushie of him I on do. your bed? Yeah. Yeah. Even if he's like mad, frowny face boo. Even if he's, oh, if he's tongue coming out boo. Yeah. He would hate to be squeezed like that, but maybe he'd love it on the inside. Maybe he would. And maybe if you squeeze him hard enough, it does like a squeak sound and that's like the plush. (laughs) So I guess today we're going to figure out what is the cutest scary character of all time. Yeah. And we'll, I guess, do this through polite conversation and maybe not so polite. We'll see. We'll We'll see. We'll fucking heated. We'll fucking get heated. (laughs) We'll fucking fuck each other. Uh, So... Uh, I was just gonna. I'm just gonna throw it to you, Connor. Do you have any characters that come to mind that you wanted to talk about? Yeah. Well, uh, I was. I didn't think of a ton, but I did have a few that came to mind. Uh, I'm just a lot of what comes to mind, at least for me, were just like enemies in the main games that I play. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, and w- one of the first ones would be like uh, the baby Metroid from 
uh, Super Metroid. Oh, baby Metroid's so cute. He's so cute with his oh. little brain. He monster. loves you. <laughs> And he truly does love you. He does. If it's a he, we don't know yeah. the gender orientation of the Metroid. Yeah, but they're. I wonder if they're like, are they? If they're asexual, they're probably they like, yeah. They're probably single-celled organisms. That's my guess. Yeah. Um. But they, yeah, that guy is like really cute. I, yeah. I love seeing him at the beginning. Him. Well, just whatever. Him. Her. Him, that. Her, they. Them. They. Uh, yeah. I love seeing them at the beginning of Super Metroid because, like, Samus, of course, is trying to like save that one because right. it shows signs of like lo- like compassion and it playfulness yeah and so samus is like whoa and maybe. that's from the second game right that yeah. like, that like scene well technically it's from did metroid 2 samus returns come out before i think it came out before super metroid on the game boy and that's why I, I think so this is technically I, I the third know. i think it's the third one on super nintendo yes because well yes yes because it super metroid is metroid 3 there we are. Yeah. Poop. There we are. Um, poop. There we are. Poop. Uh, <laughs> poop. Poop. There that's, we that's are. That's our new uh, discovery <laughs> phrase. Poop. <laughs> discovery normally, phrase. you're not excited when you find a bunch of shit on the ground. No, no, no. Not normally. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's what I thought of because also at the same time, Metroid are creepy and scary. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're, they're, they've got their little spiny teeth. Yes. Uh, they can take over, like, in Samus Returns, too. Mm-hmm. They start, like, inhabiting other enemies and, like, evolving them to scarier, scarier organisms. They're, like, truly nightmare creatures yeah. from another world, but, but I want to kiss them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the Aziz Ansari is suddenly on, our, on this I podcast. I want to kiss them. <laughs> that's a pretty good Aziz. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's how I feel about at least little Met- like baby Metroid. Pretty yeah. cute. That's one that came to mind. That's a good one. Yeah. I love that. I um, am going to reference someone I referenced earlier in this episode with the Shy Guys. Yeah. Shy Guys have a face that makes my skin go cold, or my blood go cold. Yeah. Uh, it is just a white uh, with three black circles that lead to absolutely nothing behind them. Yeah, because it's a mask, right? It's a mask of leading to a, a more hor- horrific face, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, if there even is a... Co- corporeal being in that in that clothes yeah we've never seen behind the mask have we no but i mean i I think i first thought of this when i was playing through yoshi's island yes. which is just like oh but i love them yeah but i also love them. they are kind of cute and especially when they're on stilts yes i love them <laughs> on stilts they can balance <laughs> so cute they're like circus you know on what? stilts you know what i've noticed so far is the we've talked about shy guy and the baby metroid is like any of these organisms just showing the most basic abilities yes. where like they're cute and we'll let them survive and kill us. <laughs> yes, we'll let them survive and kill us. I've never I've never once on purpose let them kill me in a no. game. No, no, no. Destroyed immediately. Yes, of course. But uh I do I would love a plush of a nice shy guy. Me too. I gotta say, pretty cute. I don't know where Shy Guy, Boo, and Metroid all rank together, but maybe we can figure it out later. Isn't and isn't also Shy Guy a, a development from super mario bros 2 the doki doki panic oh yeah super oh mario yeah, 2. yeah 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 that's Actually, where he started you know we didn't talk about this on what we were playing but ellen and i started playing through mario 2 because oh. through the recesses of her mind she started playing it and was like oh my gosh i remember i this. played this yeah. game and she i remember it was kind of like donkey kong country where she knew where stuff was like knew how to f- that she needed to jump on the eggs to catch and throw at birdo right anyway uh shout out to shy guys and their shout origin story guys. I love you, yeah. shy guys. Um, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a word your way. Yeah, please. And I'm gonna see what comes back. Mm-hmm. Like a boomerang. 
Oh, okay. Mm. Pokemon. Ghastly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. Or you mean Pokemon in general? I was just going to say, in Pokemon... There's so many. There's a ghost type. Yes. Meaning... We have a whole laundry list of spooky looking cute mm-hmm. creatures that I can't get enough of. Ghastly is cute, but more cute than Ghastly, I think, is Litwick. Is that the little I'll, candle? I'll just turn on my computer right now. That little candle right there. Where? Middle. Lit- oh, there's Litwick and Chandelure. Isn't, oh, isn't yeah. Litwick like maybe the cutest Aegis, thing? Aegislash's ghost type? Interesting. Ghost and Steel? Ghost and Steel. Dude, just oh, a sword and a shield. Golurk? Jeez. Oh, Golurk sounds is... like what I, what I say to the, my neighbors. Go lurk somewhere else. Hey, they belong here. They live here. <laughs> <laughs> Aegislash. Oh, I guess Aegislash is ghost type and steel. Yeah, I think you're right because he's a flying sword. Jeez. Uh, Litwick is so... And, and like, emo. Yeah. And there's nothing more cute than, He's like, got a an little emo m- baby. His melted candle looks like his hair is like down his, over, yes. an eye, over an eye. Yes, exactly. Phantump. Yeah, Phantump. Yeah, it's like a uh, floating tree stump with eyes. Yeah. Speaking of uh, pumpkins, mm. my pumpkin already rotted. Oh, like, dude. It rotted in, like, three days. I had to throw all of my pumpkins away. They all had mold, black mold in them, yes. and, like, covered Flies. in, like, and, like, fucking gross-ass, like, disgusting bugs, too. Happened to, a f- yes, last night. We are talking about uh, pumpkins that we carved for a party at my house yeah. last weekend. I, ca- I carved a toad. You car- yes. Connor was the only one who de- carved a toad. I, ca- I, I carved a, a bunch of tiny sperms, yeah. which is stupid. Did you really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> love, love a good sperm. Love a good sperm. Um, yeah, I think, oh my gosh, have you seen Marshadow yet? No. Marshadow, I think, might be from the new games, but I'll just throw it to you here towards the very end. Oh. That's oh. my, that's my Marshadow. Oh, little the eyes are the only thing with color and they're like little candle flames. That's my guy right there. Here's, uh, before I threw it out, you can actually see the mold on oh, the yeah. roof. Oh but yeah. But there's my little, not a bad, not a bad, No, it's a you good know? toad. Good toad. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. I'm trying to think of other uh, enemies that come to mind. Or, well, Final guys. Fantasy has like a, a two that I, I think are pretty famous that kind of show up in every game, which yeah. is the Toneberry, which is like this like very cute little like it looks like a mole. Yeah. Like a uh, a little mole that like has a little lantern. Oh, he's so creepy. And he slowly walks towards you throughout the course of the battle, and he's so cute. He's got a freaking a little lantern, a like little you lantern. said. And the other thing he's holding... Giant ass is knife. Is a giant knife. And if he stabs you with it, it does 9,999 9, damage. So you're dead. So it just kills you instantly. Jeez. And you want him to not get near you, obviously. I feel like I've seen him in a lot of art for Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. Is he more of a... Is he in all of... Is he just an enemy you'll find in these games? Seven, eight, nine. I mean, I've... I've he's even he's in all of them I think it's funny it's yeah. funny how characters will do that in those games well yeah because I feel like there's like four plushy characters associated with all the games and it's Toneberry Mog Mog or Moogle whatever Moogle. you want to call it the Chocobo and the last guy I was going to talk about who's also in this Toneberry category the Cactar the cac yeah Cactar yeah. so Cactar is like a cute little cactus who's like at a Dutch angle yeah. for some reason and uh, he's also a deceptively Toneberry and Cactar are similar in that they have like such high damage like you, you have to do to them. It's like such high HP and 
they don't really they, they do a lot of moves at you that miss a lot but if they hit you with yeah, ten thousand right. needles that's that's cactar's famous move it'll it will kill you and your entire team so he's pretty cute and pretty creepy yeah pretty cute and creepy oh. and boy boy that was my bumble profile for a while hey pretty cute pretty creepy pretty cute pretty creepy yeah <laughs> Thank you, Connor, for not vamping while I took I'm a drink. I'm sorry, for my soda. I didn't realize you're gonna do that. <laughs> I can't drink a beer, and Connor just goes, "Yeah, yeah." What a great addition to that, <laughs> to that conversation. There, are, there are other. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but Final Fa- the Final Fantasy games in general are one that will. Some enemies can ride that line of very cute and very scary. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. I mean, I, I know that you probably haven't played this game. Yet, but um, Dragon Quest also has the slimes, yeah. which I think are like they're definitely plushy material. Oh yeah, in, how do we not incarnate? have incarnate? How do we not have one in the studio? I don't know. Honestly, but, I should get you a blue one someday. Oh, wouldn't I love it? Yeah, they're also creepy. I don't. I know they're not like brain sucking slimes, but they look like a guy who'd be like smiling and yeah. on your brain while you're just being yeah. controlled while you're becoming like like a fucking vegetable yes yeah. exactly um the slimes are great they're super easy they're usually the first enemies you ever fight in a dragon quest game and they mm-hmm. usually have their tongues out and they're yeah. usually just bouncing around and they're so easy to kill that at some point like you over i think if you get to like level nine like it's not even a high level you run into them and they run away from you like they don't <laughs> they don't even stick around because they're so low level it's too bad it's not like again earthbound where you run into them and then they would just die Right, if you're a high enough level, yeah. I think most of the enemies in Dragon Quest are super cute. Like yeah. even like some of the bigger ones. Like I'm just gonna like show you. Please, like, this is what Dragon Quest enemies look like in that pink box. Like, and that's They're not like so... cartoon renditions. That's like how they look in game. Yeah, it's funny how they. Man, they're they're like DreamWorks characters. Exactly. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. So not as good as Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Mr. Katzenberg, if you're listening. Do you think that Final Fantasy is like Disney and Dragon Quest is like DreamWorks? Uh, I think Final Fantasy is like Studio Ghibli. Is that how you say? <laughs> oh, I like that. And then, and then, yeah, DreamWorks is Dragon Dragon Quest is DreamWorks. That's nice. And Pokemon is is Cartoon ne- not Cartoon Network. Sure, at all. Nickelodeon. Warner Brothers? What Warner, was it? It was Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers originally, right? Yeah. WB? Just the probably the distributor. The WWB? Yeah. The WWB. The WWB. That's what the frog. That's the frog. Yeah. Yeah. What was his name? Oh, his name's like Wilhelm Reinhold the Frog or something. It's like something like an MC. Yeah, I think he's trying to be like a master of ceremony. Not an MC like MC pee pants, but like an MC like fucking. Yeah. The, like runs events like runs a 1930s like speakeasy yeah yeah <laughs> like a weirdo yeah um yeah so um let's let's think i mean we gotta have at least one more bullet in the chamber here when it comes to cute scary cute. but cute but also scary cute. is there any like kids i'm trying to think of like any like cute little adorable oh, children dude, that the- are actually fucking wild 100 percent. twilight princess there's that oh, baby yeah. that's like an adult yeah that is so but he he's like responsible yes <laughs> he the, but the people the character models in twilight princess are very creepy but especially the younger the character the more creepy they are mm-hmm. they look like little like if that were if they were in a movie 
their house, they would be part of the creepy house right. eventually. They look like little dolls, <laughs> little like perfect China dolls. Yeah. But that's, do you, do you know that baby I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. What the hell is his name? I love the, um, yeah, I love that baby. May that baby rest in peace. Yes. Pieces. Yes. More like. Yeah. Get we're doing him. scary stuff. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Uh, I, I also wanted to throw out like, there's a lot of, like, I've been playing that game Maximo, which is reminding me of like games such as uh that game where you're arthur and it's capcom demon's crest was based out of ghouls and ghosts there we are where you're running around playing like all of the characters in this are like cute versions of goblins and spooky werewolves yeah the guys coming out of coffins yeah kid dracula yeah you know like he's not a ghosts and goblins guy but like he's a little cute like a little baby alucard he's like a little uh like a Ghibli character. I know he's super a chibi, a chibi. A, a chibi character, even yeah. a Ghibli character. His eyes are always closed. You know, yeah. it's like that like anime. I'm, my eyes are closed thing, mm-hmm. uh, which is just great. Which is just like a Brock's great guy. eyes. Like Brock, Brock's eyes are always closed. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he doesn't need to see. He's got Onyx to carry. Him yeah, around. he does. <laughs> right, Onyx yeah. is a seeing eye dog. If you owned an Onyx, would you just have him always out of his Pokeball, just kind of riding around? You know. If we're in our world where uh, there are actual consequences for matter and gravity and, mm-hmm. you know, the rules of the world, no. Because <laughs> I would go to jail for all the damage I caused. Yeah. Like, I would, the IRS would, <laughs> the IRS doesn't do that. Whoever would find me for just destroying damages would. Mm. Or destroying property. Probably the... Oh, the fun police, am yeah, I right? the fun police, probably, yeah. You got there quicker than I did. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, I think it's the fun place. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of Overwatch, what about that gerbil? I don't know the Overwatch you know, gerbil. Let me Google. The over, Overwatch, is it a hamster? Who's that character that's like the hamster? I'm looking that up right now. This guy. Oh, you found it. Whoa. That's a hamster that drives oh, a mech. Is yeah. that, that's a playable character? Mm-hmm. That's the giant machine. Oh, is he the tank? Yeah, that's cool. So Be- it's like, so it's like, it's he's both. He's like the cutest thing you've ever seen, and also his name's Hammond. Hammond, and he's also driving a ferocious mech that will wreck your shit hard. Wow, what a cutie! Which that's the perfect balance. Yeah, yeah. It is like a tiny guy controlling a giant thing. Yeah, definitely uh, short man syndrome. Mm. Is that what they're dealing with? Napoleon complex. Yeah, thank you. Napoleon That's dynamite complex. Definitely more appropriate than saying short man syndrome. <laughs> sure. So thank you, Jeremy. I can't remember if it was on an episode of this show or not on this show at all. Yeah. Where I said I I like to dance really stupid in front of my entire class. I have a Napoleon dynamite complex. <laughs> That's pretty I think I missed it, but that's funny. That joke's that's crazy. <laughs> what a walk. I was just talking about those movies recently. Really? Yeah. Those movies? Well, is there a sequel? No, but that movie and then Nacho Libre, which oh, are, the director yeah. did as mm-hmm. well. And uh, Blades of Glory, would you oh, consider that? Because that's like that, Will Ferrell I and guess him? is the Holy Trinity right there. <laughs> I love the all truly all three of those movies were yeah. I watched I've seen them a million times. Nacho Libre, I remember it was like even in my young kid brain was like even a little like inaccessible to me. I was like, what is this? Yeah. So it was like hard for me to understand the humor. Oh, it was out there. Very good. Very wild. Mm-hmm. So Connor McCabe. Yes. If you had to pick, if you had to pick the cutest out of the people we named or maybe an unmentionable, and I don't mean the underwear. Oh man. 
Who would you go with? The as the scariest cutie. The scariest the little haunted cutie. Scariest little haunted cutie. <laughs> He's doing a lot of hip action right now. Uh, um, keeps y- doing it. You know, Lots of hips. So my hips He's are like a snake. I think he's been playing too much MGS1, if you know what I'm I'm crawling mean. on the ground now, yeah. and I won't get he's up. He's got a box on top of him. Yes. Uh, you know, it's really hard to go against someone like... Uh, I immediately think Mario characters. Okay. It's hard to go away from Boo. Boo is kind I, of the staple. You know what? I He's having a glow up. Yes. But Piranha Plant is up there Whoa! for me. I know he's not haunted. I know he's not haunted, but pr- Piranha Plant's pretty... I should have known you were going to fucking come <laughs> at the last minute with a haymaker. <laughs> oh, my 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 favorite is a new one you never heard of on this. Yeah, right? God. I mean, he, he is scary, but he's also very cute. He'll pop out. Piranha Plant is arguably more scary to me in some ways because he'll just be like snoozing, and, and then, then Mario walks by him, and then rawr, rawr, he has like yes. the dog bark. Oh. Not oh. fun. Well, that's we're talking about the chain chomp. No, no, no. I'm talking about like Piranha Plant that goes like... The barks too. Oh, those guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't like those Because like they have like the snot bubble coming out when they're sleeping. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? I do. They're asleep. Uh, I'm thinking of Yoshi's Island now. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those guys specifically. Yeah. They'll shoot stuff The green ones I don't like. The ones that are like... You have to hit them like three times. Uh, what about two times too many? Do you have someone, someone, uh, an offering? I mean, honestly, it's hard to not give it to one of the pokies. Pokies. Oh, I do have one. I have one, another one to throw out. Okay. Uh, from more specifically from Ocarina of Time, but the Skull Kid. Oh, right. Skull Kid is so cute and yeah. like relatable, and you feel for him. And he's but mischievous. He is creepy yes he's but, a creeper oh man he's got cubone levels of creep to him. yes yeah. oh he's definitely got some like you understand why he is the way he is mm-hmm. yikes skull kid mm. is not not a force he's a force to be reckoned with for yeah. sure hey skull kid and smasher my switch in the trash <laughs> you know what i mean hey hear me nintendo yeah that's a weird. Some people are standing up for Hong Kong. We're just protesting that Skull Kid's not in Smash yet. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, uh, Sora was trending on Twitter. Oh, Sora for Smash was that I mean, hashtag was trending on Twitter today. I that think. would be cool. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, he just has a sword. We don't need any swords. No more swords. You know what? Thanks. Actually, there's uh, plenty of sword characters I'd want in. <laughs> yeah, I name one. Oh, I guess Isaac. Isaac. Yeah. Uh, from Binding of Isaac. Yes, exactly. Binding of Isaac. Interesting. Yeah. Have you ever played that game? No. But it was, Lots it was of like, cutie scaries. Yeah. Lots of like cute characters made of complete shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a creepy game. Very creepy. I'm going to give it to Litwick. I just hey, can't get over his little hair. Litwick. His little, his little candle wax oh. hair. I don't even think I even cared about that Pokemon during the game no. of X and Y or whatever it was he yeah. came out in. But looking at him now. What a regret. What a glow up for Litwick. Glo- uh, Litwick's got a glow up. Piranha Plant's got a glow up. And Boo, this is the season of Boo. So I don't yeah. really feel bad about not giving it to him. Plus, he's it's got like, a game where he'll be playing at least a uh, supporting role in Luigi's Mansion 3. It's like every, when every October rolls around, you know the Yankees are going to be involved. Oh. It's kind of like the same thing for Boo. Boo will be there involved. Maybe he'll come out on top, but Boo will be there. Uh-huh. Yankee Doodle Dandy. Oh. And Boo Doodle 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 I love that. Yep. Spinoff. 
And with that, I think we're going to close out the show. Connor Great. McCabe, thank you so much for coming on this little boat ride. Yeah. I think I'll go, I think once we're done with this, I'll go back to my little, my quarters. For sure, for sure. I'm going to open a window here just real quick, just because I would like to get some oh, air. It's kind of stuffy and, ugh. Oh. But of course, it's the scary sounds that come with it, which oh. I don't like, but it's a trade. It is. Life is about balance and compromise. Mm-hmm. Connor, you got anything you want to plug? Yeah, um... You can follow me on social medias, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Connor underscore I love that it's over this. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> As like you hear screamings and beat and like torture in the background. Um, uh, you can also, uh, c- if you're in the LA area, uh, come check my team Jet Set out at UCB's Herald Night. It's improv comedy show, uh, Herald Night at UCB Theater. If you Google that in LA, you should be able to find it. And then keep an eye out for my upcoming podcast, which we've talked about before. I'll plug it here, the Call Me By Your Game hey. podcast. Uh, we're loading up on some episodes, and uh, news will uh, come about release dates and stuff. So keep an eye out. Absolutely. And you can follow the show at VGA Comedy Show on Twitter. You can follow me at Ocarina of Crime on Twitter. Also, please check out the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash VGA Comedy Show for all that good video games, a serious show stuff. And yes, we have lots more shows to come. Um, And, you know, just, uh, hey, keep keep trucking out there, you dang toads. Keep trucking out there, toads. Keep trucking out there, you dang toads. All right.